Welcome to the D3500 podcast, the podcast for D3500 operators by D3500 operators. That's right. So this is your one-stop shop to go for D3500 talk. So you're you're on D3500 for about 22 years now, is that? Twen- is that? 22 years in August. 22 years. Yes, yeah. and how about you, sir? I'm pulling up 17. 17. So I'm oh. kind of the young young pup here. <laughs> yes, it takes quite a few years to master the um, D3500. There, there are others. I mean, we'll just, if anyone news listening, there's other machines that do something similar, but there's nothing like the D3500. Nothing even remotely close. Yeah. So yeah. we had some questions, some listener questions, and we'll just kind of get around to those. Uh, first off, I can't stress this enough. And Terry, I know you feel just as passionately. Yes, I do, Timothy. When you're when you're oiling your D3500, use 30 weight oil. 30 weight for sure. I can't stress that enough. I mean the the 40 the 40 weight's just a little mm, cheaper yeah. and it's easier to come by. You right. have to go through a special um, place in Michigan to get it. Yes. But it's not like the 30 weight. The 30 weight your machine will run a lot quieter. A lot quieter. You're going to have lower temperature readings, better output yes. and don't get me started about the flange. Don't get me listen. I'm very passionate about the flange. Clean your flanges weekly, people, not monthly. It says it in the the, the material. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this person's name. I was told by someone that they they're only once a month they're looking at their flanges. Once a month. The clearly in page seven in the operator's manual, it says once a week. and that's it with moderate that's only with moderate usage. Once a month is not enough flange time. Honestly, Terry, to hear that there are people out there treating their D3500s like that, it makes me nauseous. Yeah. It I, makes me sick. I don't I don't know how you can sleep at night, for sure. So this is a very controversial topic that we promised not to get into before, but we've had a question about Every it. Every time we get into this, we it's gut-wrenching. But go ahead. There, go ahead. There are two sharply divided schools of thought. Now, you got your guys in the, in the upper Midwest quadrant that, that run it one way. You got your guys down in the southern swamp states that do it the other way. Yes. And yes, you people, that you, you already know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the two schools of thought on calibration, tank method versus metric method. Uh, Don't get me started. And, and metric is a touchy subject Incredibly. anyway. But listen, scientifically, metric is the way to go. I mean, it's it's base 10 units. I don't understand why why we want to go through this standard conversion rate failure. I don't understand that. Okay, and speaking of that very touchy subject, it looks like we have a caller on line three who actually wants to weigh in on the whole uh, calibration tank method versus metric method. Uh, this is John from Minnesota. John, are you there? Terry, Terry, tell me that. Yes. Can you yes. guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? We can. How are you? Listen, I don't do that metric stuff. Oh, okay. My D3500, I've been running it for 27, did you say 22 years? Okay. Yes, yeah, sir, 22. 27 years. Okay, all right, okay, look, look. I don't do any of that metric <clears throat> stuff. You don't have to. Okay. There's a revision on the manual. We talked okay. about this. Sir. There's a new PDF download. Sir, we've already known about the PDF download. This is why I didn't want to get into this subject. Well, I think we lost him. Good. Let me let me address this guy. Okay, yeah, the PDF download comes up every week. How dare you, good sir? First off, first of all, I have, let me calm down. Let me calm okay, down. Yeah, yeah, calm down, sir. Listen, sir. Everyone knows that PDF is unsubstantiated gobbledygook that came from China, and it does not work. Okay. You know what else came from China? 
the brass flanges. The brass flanges. Remember the brass flanges? I bet this fool uses the brass flanges as well. So you can take that and... Okay, anyway. You'd have to be an idiot to use those brass flanges. People, thank you, all of our D3500 operators and enthusiasts. Thank you for listening to another yeah, episode of this podcast. that's all the time we have. And, and we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Remember, treat your D35s well, and they'll treat you well. And as always, if the flange clearances don't jive, you must not be using a, a D35. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun. Now we join a car salesman and his potential customer at Space Age Motors in San Bernardino, California. Are you ready to have the most futuristic driving experience available to the consumer? Uh, yeah, I guess. I'm really just looking for a basic commuter car to go back and forth. Nonsense, nonsense, fella. Like, you deserve something that stands out. Something that not every Tom, Dick, and Harry in the neighborhood has. Well, I guess it wouldn't hurt to look. Bob, have you ever heard of a CAGC system? Uh, CC what? Yes, the Continuous Audible Gauge Cluster. (laughs) No, I can't say that I have. Have a seat here on the Model Z 1000. It's equipped with the CAGC, and let's take it for a spin. Mm, Okay. Engine started. Idle. 1000 RPM. Wow, this, this is pretty cool, Engine actually. I told you. Hey, there's nothing on the dash. Uh, no, 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 normal. sir. It's all 100% audible. No need for all those distracting gauges. Now, you keep your eyes on the road. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Now, pop this baby and drive, and let's take a ride. Vehicle and drive. First gear. 1100 RPM. What is it doing? This is what it's designed to do. No, 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 I can't. Everything's audible. No, I can't do this. Warning, heart breaking. Chadron has exited the vehicle. Whoa, Z1000. What was all that about? Z1000 did a preliminary credit check on one Robert Bob Anderson and found his credit to be 467, unsuitable for financing. Thanks, Z1G. You really had my back. Please exit the vehicle and go make a sale for once this month. Jeez, okay. You incompetent prick. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there has been... We now join in on a conversation between inmates at Leavenworth Penitentiary. Hey, Sonny. Yep. I just got to know. Mm-hmm. You go around here saying you're innocent all the time. Yep, yep. Is that true? Yep. Sure is. Sure is. Innocent as OJ. How'd, swear they, to pin, God. how'd they pin you then? Well, blood type. Like, A, I think well, the other failure was A. I'm A. Boom, got me. Yeah, but yeah, what about DNA? Uh, never heard tell that. So so mm-hmm. you got this stuff in your blood. I'm surprised you never heard of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, if your DNA matches the blood at the scene... Mm-hmm. You're guilty, but if not, you're innocent. So if you're innocent, it won't match. We can get you out of here. You can go home and see your pappy. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You just uh, have, we just need a test. Okay. I'm not very good at taking tests. No, 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 though. They just draw blood out, and they check that blood with the other blood. Kind of like the blood type, but this is better. It's newer. Oh. Uh, I'm a little busy. Busy to, yeah. to, for freedom. Well, I mean, I am innocent. 
and I will get around to it. I mean, I'm innocent, so I'd like to prove that. But uh, Monday, I gotta pick up the trash in the yard, and then Tuesday, I gotta sweep the rec room. And... Yeah, but yeah, but but corn all Wednesday. <laughs> Don't forget about that. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic. Okay, Rob, we have Janet Woodward. She's in the third row. She's been down at her back since 1973. She had a bad car accident. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now God has been speaking to me audibly just now, and and he's let me know that there is a Miss Woodward, a Janet Woodward. Jean skirt, blonde hair. You've You've got blonde hair. You've been down in your back since the 70s. You wore a jean skirt today. She was t boned by a Ford Bronco. Now listen, it's not your fault. That you pulled out in front of that Ford Bronco. They got her. She's standing up. Get All her right. on stage. Get her on stage. Come here, my child. Come up to the stage. Go on! Have something in store for you. Okay, we got a new one. This is Tom Nichols. He's been hitting the bottle pretty hard for the last 20 years. He's got like 2% of his liver left. All right! The Lord has just intervened another message directly into my brain meets. 5'11", brown hair, dark glasses. There's a gentleman in this room right now. You've been hitting the bottle pretty hard for a few years. You got 2% of your liver left. Mr. Nichols, come to the stage. Where are you at? Stand up, sir. There he is. Get him. Get him. Stand up. Come to the stage, sir. God has a plan. It's store for you. Okay, stay with me on this. All right. Okay, this is a Vietnam vet. Praise the Lord. His best friend died in his arms. Praise. Brothers and sisters, I've just received another direct word from God, from the creator of the universe and everything in it himself. And he said, there's a a man here in this congregation whose best friend died in his arms in Vietnam. From Alabama. Now, you're you're from Alabama. College graduate, football star. And you you had some good luck, didn't you? You graduated from college in Alabama and you you played football in Alabama. Where are you at? Love of his life died of a mysterious illness, probably AIDS. But but wow. But uh but you'd had some bad luck because you found you found the love of your life. And she died of God damn it, this is Forrest Gump. <laughs> Tom, I told you last week after you tried to get me to call Jerry Maguire out of the audience, one more time when you're fired, you're fired. Show me the money. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery. Hello. Hello, Mr. Kelly. I'm Gerald from Family Feud Survey Services, and we would like to give you the opportunity to have your responses appear on our show as survey question answers. Would you like to participate? Uh, yes. Great! Okay, let's get started. Here's the first question. What is something that you purchase at the store whether you need it or not? Duct tape. Great. Next question. What is something that you don't want to get on white carpet? Blood. Oh, okay. Okay, Uh, now, Mr. Kelly, I'm going to ask you a few questions in rapid order. Now, this will emulate our fast money round. Please answer quickly, as this better represents what someone might say in the timed round. Uh, okay, sounds good. All right, let's get started and name a vegetable you cook with. Onion. Something you keep in your glove box. Chloroform. Uh, okay. Brand of the last car you drove. Pontiac. Did you kill Tamara Wallace? Y- yes, yes I did. <laughs> wait, wait. Thank I, you, I, sir. No, Have no, a nice no, day. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> 
Hey, Tom. Hey, Jerry. I got another confession using that old family feud trick. Really? Wow, that's like five this month. <laughs> Survey says you are the master. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not. We now join the Sacramento Police Canine Unit graduation after party as Rex, the dog veteran, introduces Spot to his new co-workers. Okay, Spot, let me introduce you to your new co-workers. This here's Corpsey. He's our body dog. Hey, Corpsey, what's your slogan? <sighs> when they get stiffer, I find them with my sniffer. <laughs> That's right. He's the best in the biz. Hey, over here is Nitro. This is our bomb dog. He's a good bomb sniffer, but sadly, he's had a few close calls. Huh? What was that? That's okay, Nitro. And last but not least is our drug dog, Stoney. Sadly, he got locked in the evidence locker one weekend, and he's never quite been the same Hey, Stoney, come meet the new dog. Hey, man. Welcome to the force. He's really going to like it here, I think. Yeah, yeah, Stoney. We think he will. It's a great place to work. What, what's, a great, what's a great place? Uh, just walk away. Hey, guys. Okay. What, here is Teddy. He's the, the emotional support dog. Hey, Teddy, how are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. Remember, when you're out there on patrol, that your bark can be worse than your bite. So watch your words. Okay, Teddy. A lot okay. of people don't realize it, but us animals are more sensitive to emotions than people think. Hey, dudes, the chief's cat threw up over here. There's enough for all of us if you dudes want some. Sounds good. Do what? Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder. Hey, Buster. Yeah, what's going on, Axel? Hey, how many revs did you get today? Uh, I got 12 in. I got 12 revs in. Uh, 12's not bad on a short run. Any thumbs up or waves? You know what? Not one damn thumbs up or wave. Not one. Really? Were you right next to the people when you revved? Yeah, right next to them. I pulled up right next to them, revved, nothing. Did did they act disgusted? That's what I got yeah. every single rev today. Yeah, you know what? You know what? That's all I'm getting. And, and I'm sick of this. What are we even doing, Buster? I mean, I, I've been thinking about quitting. I'm, I'm, I should sell my bike. This isn't working. No, hey, Herbert Axel Goochman. What are you talking about? Let's not lose focus. Who made that sad old man smile and wave last November outside the antique store on King Avenue after a perfectly timed rev? Yeah, I did. Who I, did? I, I, okay, I, I did. I did. Whose pipes hit 90 decibels at only 2,000 RPMs? Yeah, mine do, but but what about these, these parents' faces when we make their kids cry? That's not who we rev for. Axel, I've never told you this, but one day I was late on my Harley payments and they were about to repossess it. I was stressed to the max. You, yes you, Axel, you drove by when I was outside the shopping center and your angelic pipes let out one of the most beautiful resonant revs that reverberated off the building walls like something from the Philharmonic Orchestra. That sound inspired me to get my third job and make those payments up. And you know what? That's who we rev for. 
someone down on their luck that needs us. You you know what? You're right. That's I forgot all this time while we've been revving. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, there for a while I thought it was just a super annoying thing to do to people, but but it helps them. It helps. They love it. Yeah. You know what? You know, on the way back over here, I was kind of bummed out and I didn't rev on them, but. I saw these kids out on the playground at this new school down the road on yeah. 3rd Street. Yeah. Let's go rev on them. Yeah, man. Kids love motorcycles. And you know what? There, there's not a chance of this, but if they don't if they don't wave and give us thumbs up, you know, I will sell my bike. You know what? I will too. Let's go down there and rev like we've never revved before. And if we don't get a reaction, <laughs> we'll sell our bikes. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Let's go rev on them. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. No. Let's go. Pull, pull the choke. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Now give a little gas. Oh, yeah. Give it right. a little. Hey, 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 yeah. Yeah. And off they rode on their steel horses towards the Lou Ferrigno School for the Deaf. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss. I tell you what, John, I know you'd rather not be here, but I tell you what right now, thank you for coming out here in the middle of nowhere with me on this road. I tell you what, you're going to see the spook light tonight, and you're going to go home a believer. Well, I've always considered myself somewhat of a scientist, yeah, a redneck mm-hmm. scientist. Sure, yeah. But so so I'm very intrigued about what, what you say. You're, you're going to show me out here. So yes, I am. We'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll let the evidence decide. Okay. All right. Just hang tight with me in here. You All right. Wait. All right. Well, let's see what we can see. I ain't never been here where I didn't see it. I'll uh-huh. tell you what, every time I come here. Right there. Look over to the right. To the right over there. Look at that light right there. That's it. That's it. So, so whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Jim, it. Jim, Jim, Jim. Look, look. That thing's blinking, right? So? You ever catch lightning bugs? Well, a couple times. Okay. Look at it again. Blink. Hold on. On, off. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a lightning yeah. bug. All right. Okay. No, that's, hey, that, that's okay. My bad. That's why I'm here. That's right. why I'm here. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but that no. ain't it right No, here. that's not what I saw last time. I oh, saw the okay. real thing last okay. time. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I believe you. All right. Well, not really, but. Well, you're going to. Okay. Well, yeah. I, if if the evidence leads me there. Hey, my two o'clock right there. Over there, my two o'clock. Uh, that's it. That's it right there. I swear uh, to God. Oh, oh okay. Look. Uh, yeah, right there. You see. Okay. Yes. Now, look. What? See that lady on that porch? That's what her porch, porch light. Yeah, oh, wait. went a little bit. Is there a house way over there? Yeah, there's a house. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Right, hold on, hold so, on. Way better. Okay, that's not what I saw last time, though. No, no, I, I know. I know. Probably Damn not. right you know. Probably. last time I saw the real thing. Okay. Here we All go. Right. All right. Oh, wait. Look, behind us. Look back there. Behind us. That's it. All right. All right. That's hey, it. Calm down on this one. It's it, That is just clearly light from the planet Venus refracting off a pocket of positively ionized swamp gas. That's oh. what that's what that is. Really? Yeah. Wait, would all those things that you said be blue and red oh, and flashing? Jimmy, that's the dang police. Oh, it is. Oh, man, you dragged me out here in this old piece of junk. I, yeah. Wait, did you ever clear up that other thing? No, oh. I, I kind of forgot to mention I might have an active warrant. Oh, man, you're going down. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss. Late 1948, we join a conversation in progress in a pub in the city of Adelaide, South Australia. Mate, you been uh, paying attention to the news lately? Oh, no. What's going on? 
Well, apparently they found some dead bloke laying down on Summerton Beach. I heard he was a spy. Well, I heard he was a stencil salesman. I heard he was a commie. That's enough of that gobbly gook. Yeah, don't speak ill of the dead. I mean, he's not even as cold as this Foster's in my hand. And we're already disparaging his name. And this podcast is not brought to you by Foster's. We just did some name dropping. I also turned into a pirate halfway through that <laughs> Arg. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss. We now return to that same pub in Adelaide, Australia, with those same two Aussie blokes 70 years later. Hey, Tony. Hey, what's up there, baby? Looks like you owe me $25. Well, why in the heck would I owe you $25, mate? They're not ever going to find that Summerton man killer, and you know it. Well, uh, I got some inside information that you don't know about, and I'll go double or nothing on that. Oh, yeah? That's right. Well, I just caught wind that uh, Dawn of Mantis podcast was on the case. Ah, okay. So that'll be two 20s and a 10. <laughs> I heard he was a commie. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss. Fear not, ladies and gentlemen. All of humanity is not to blame for epic tragedies throughout history. Chance and probability has been skewed and lives ruined by one inept time traveler that for some unknown reason is the only one that can withstand time travel. Gary Ziegler, stranded in the past, is the Time Twist. Gee, Father, I cannot wait to enter the airship. It's quite a beaut. What on earth? This man just appeared from the ether. I am bewildered, son. He came from nowhere in a brilliant flash of light. (gasps) Where am I? Is that the Goodyear blimp? I'm not sure what you mean, sir. This is the Hindenburg, and we are about to board soon for New Jersey. This will be my first time on an airship, but Father's been on them many times. We built a model of it at home. Yes, rubber cement and newspaper made a quite a good representation of it. Um, come on now, son. It's almost time to board. Okay. Now, wait just a minute. This is such a beautiful experience of father and son spending time together. It reminds me of when my father and I would, would build model rockets. And you know what? Come here, little buddy. I got something for you. This is something my father gave me when we were finishing one of those rockets. And I want you to have it, as I don't have a son of my own. Gee, thanks, mister. Well, we better get going. Yes, thank you, thank you. Oh, bye. Bye, see you. Okay, bye. Oh, dadgummit. I bet I'm going to get in trouble from those time scientists again. But you know what? I don't see how one big lighter could change the course of history. This is Gary on the time phone. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. 
Well, all I did was give him a windproof big lighter. It's what my dad and I used to light the rocket fuses with. Oh, what do you say? What do you say? Oh, wooden frame. Oh, hydrogen. Oh, gee willikers. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not Gary Ziegler, Stranded in Time, is the Time, time Twist. Twist, 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 Twist. Hey, Reginald, how's it going up there, bruv? I'm cold, but I'm good. What the devil are you doing up here? Oh, I just wanted to get a better look. It's beautiful up here. Look at all these stars. Well, you can't be up here. I've got an important job to do. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if you don't mind me just hanging out for a minute. I have to I have to do my job. Get out of here. Okay, but here, check this out. Look what I brought with me. What in the devil is that glass box mechanism? This here is called an iPhone. I, iPhone? Yeah, everybody's got them where I come from. What what does it do? Well, look, I got this game called Bubble Guppies. Bubble Guppies. Yeah, here, look, check it out. Mm-hmm. So, tell me, tell me more about well, this. You, you just tap on this fish and you make them bite that bubble. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, this see, is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh hey, what, I don't know if you're how, supposed how, to be how, looking for this, but uh, there's a big old chunk of ice right ahead. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, it's an iceberg. All hands on deck. We've struck an iceberg. Well, I don't see what the big deal is. It's just frozen water. You fool, you've ruined me. I I predict this iPhone to ruin society. Well, you're not wrong. Is Gary on the time phone? Yeah, no, I'm I'm still here. No, we are taking on water. What's that? Oh, watertight bulkheads breached? What, thousands of lives lost? And this didn't happen before? Not enough lifeboats? Gee willikers. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss. Uh, Professor? Yeah. Yes, sir. Come on. Come on in. All right. Hey. Hey, uh, so you got any uh, trash in here you need taken out or oh, swept up or anything? Yeah, the the wastebasket has some has some rubbage in there. Right. Like okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that for you. How you doing today? Oh, I'm I'm doing fine. Just finishing up grading these midterms. Mid midterms. Okay. Hey, I noticed on the on the on your door there it said psychol psychology professor psychology. Yes, I'm a professor of psychology. Been doing it for twelve years. That's great. I gotta tell you what, I don't mean any disrespect or anything, but I just I don't know if I really put much stock into that psych psychiatry psychology stuff. Oh yeah, what's what's your major beef with it, sir? Well, I just I haven't really seen any evidence that anybody can can really pull that off or knows what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Pull that off? It's just the study of human behaviors. Well, no, I mean you know like y'all predict stuff. I don't. I mean I don't know what your particular method is, whether or not you use cards uh, or a crystal ball. I, I see. Oh, sir, I think you're confusing uh, psychology with like psychic and the paranormal and oh. things like that. That's well, a, that's not what we do here. Well, tomato, tomato. I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's all the same to me. So, I mean, like, can you, like, demonstrate something for me? I've never really talked to one of you guys before, personally, you know? Like, tell me something about myself that, that like, only 
Only I would know or something. Uh, okay. Okay. I can have fun with this. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let me, let me, um, let me get my powers attuned here. Oh, okay. And, and, this is and cool, man. stare into your past, present, and future. All right. Let's see what you got. So I would say that you are, you live close, which yeah. uh, there's a trailer park n- nearby. I would say you live there. Uh, you've probably been through several. Um, unproductive relationships, and now you're probably currently single, living with uh, m- numerous small animals. Holy shit. You, sir, are a Rembrandt. Us psychics are, are good. Oh, my God. I now, mean, how, how did you get that information? Did it just come into your brain, like, it, through a... So, sorry. I, I I feel bad now. I'm, I'm putting you on. I have... I, Psychic and psychology is two different things. We we don't have any special powers. All we do is study human emotions and behaviors. That's that's what we do. We we don't do paranormal crystal balls, tarot cards, and things like that. That's uh-huh. those are psychics. So you're putting me on. Yeah, I was just I was just messing with you, sir. I, I apologize. Well, what what if I told you I know a little something you don't know about yourself? Oh, now I'm intrigued. Uh, you're married, aren't you? I am married. Yeah, and uh, every Tuesday, does your wife go out? to a bowling league and stay gone for about three and a half hours <laughs> she does yeah how did you know that well because every once in a while she swings by my trailer and we practice on that 710 split <laughs> your ever since the earth has circled the sun there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss hey buddy you look kind of nervous have you never flown before Oh, I've flown dozens of times, but never through the Bermuda Triangle. Are, are you serious? Yes. We're, we're flying through that? Right I, now, I watched some stuff about that before. Yeah, so have I. A lot of stuff. We've just crossed into the Bermuda Triangle. We, yeah, we're you, in it now. Yeah, but I don't believe any of that stuff. I mean, <sighs> anyone that's scientifically minded would not really believe in all I that. I am an engineer. I am scientifically minded. I've went to college. Do you understand? I've studied oh, this in wow. depth. I'm a, usually a very skeptical person. But oh. trust me and believe me when I say that this, this phenomenon is real. Yeah, I know this isn't scientific, but it is Friday the 13th, 2013. Why did I even book this flight? Well, I am a logical man, but that doesn't make me feel any better. Hey, buddy, are you for real? We're in the Bermuda Triangle? No one told me that. What is this you say about Bermuda Triangle? Why were we not informed that we will be flying through a mysterious portal? I want my money back. I ain't happy. This is bullshit. Total bullshit. Calm down, calm down. Everyone calm down. This is your pilot speaking. I just want you all to know that we fly through here almost every day without incident, and I've done so for ten years. Oh, thank God for that. See, nothing to worry about, man. Having said that, we have lost all control and will be falling into the fiery depths of hell in roughly three minutes. We're, we're gonna die! We're gonna die! Are you shitting me? Thank you for flying Dovetree Airlines. Have a good day. Well, this isn't gonna be a mysterious disappearance. I've got service and just enough time for a scathing Yelp review. I want my money back! Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss. 
Hey, uh, my daddy watched this thing on TV the other night, and it was on the Bermuda Triangle. Have you ever heard of that? The Bermuda Triangle? Yes. That is a bunch of pseudoscience. No, what's that? Pseudoscience is false information. Oh, but, but it looked like it looked real. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's real. So they talk about missing planes and yeah. missing boats. Yeah. But if you took a random sampling of anywhere on the earth, it has virtually the same rate of missing planes and missing boats. It's just bad luck. Uh, but what about, what about the lights they see in the sky? Uh, yeah, unidentified flying objects. Yeah. Anything that you cannot identify is unidentified. But it doesn't mean that it's a you. Alien or something like what, that. What about the pilot? There's that, way more plausible explanations. Well, I guess my mommy is right. I should grow up and stop believing in fairy tales. Oh, oh, I got, I got to go. Why? Because it, it's six o'clock. It'll be dark soon. So what's wrong with the dark? Uh, duh. There's monsters in the dark. Bigfoot, the clown, it, all kinds of things. I got to get out of here. Okay. See you at daycare tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. Mm, I call that selective skepticism. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder. Welcome to Giggle Hut's Tuesday Open Mic Night. First off, all the way from Eternia, we have the Vader to your Skywalker, the Joker to your Batman. Give it up for Skeletor. Thank you, thank you. All right. I know He-Man must have a secret identity, but I've failed to figure it out. Obviously, it's not as simple as the whole Superman and glasses becomes Clark Kent idea. What kind of knuckle-dragging buffoon couldn't figure that one out? <laughs> right, thank you, thank you. Um, relationship research has shown that satisfaction is greatly influenced by how we react to each other's good news. That's fantastic news for me, because I am a supervillain. Most of what I tell my wife is evil. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. You were in the back weren't laughing, but that's okay. Furbrain scientists are starting to rethink the health benefits of celery juice. Well, I prefer potato juice, otherwise known as vodka. That stuff gets me Skeletor up from the floor up. <laughs> Not so fast, Skeletor. Oh, look, everyone. It's She-Ra. You've really let yourself go. <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling me a girl? Our show was on in 1984. Sounds like your bit is stuck there as well. <laughs> nice one, Juice Jock. Please buzz off. Hey, man, this is being taped for my DVD. I guess you were on your way. I, I thought I saw you in Hollywood the other day, Skeletor. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it turns out it was just Ann Coulter in a purple hoodie, though. Blast you, He-Man! I'll get you next time if it's the last thing I do! Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and... Hey, man, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. Just hanging out. Enjoying yeah. Enjoying the day. Cool. Cool, me too. Hey, hey, you see my truck there? 
Uh, yeah. You see, you see my sticker I got on the windshield there on the top of the, you see it? Top of no the fear. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. No what, fear. What exactly are you trying to say? What are you not afraid of? No, I mean, you know, it's no fear. You know, it's like, I think that kind of indicates you are afraid. When the, you're afraid someone's going to think you're afraid. No, I mean, it's just badass. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm, no, I'm pretty sure that's what that's saying. Uh, okay, man. You know what? Forget I, it. I would consider changing that. Don't worry. No, forget it, man. I'm out of here. All right. See. Hey, sorry. Sorry. sorry no. I'm just... See you later, man. Whatever. Hey, how are you? I, ho- I hope I didn't make you mad last no. week. Not at all, man. Not at all. Hey, check out. Did you see me when I pulled up? Check out. Check out the oh. truck now. Check it out now. See what? See Fear it? this. Fear this. Yeah. So wait a second. Is yeah. this another? Is this? Wait. This is pushing people away. You want people to be afraid of you. What? What's What's wrong to where you want no. people to be afraid of you? No. It's, Why do you want them to be afraid? It's a sticker. You know, it's like, it's like fear this, you know, fear this. Yeah. Come but, on. But. But you're a good person. You shouldn't want people oh out of your life. You should embrace people and this, bring them in. Okay. You know what? I thought you'd get it. You know, it's cool. You're not cool. You don't understand it. I'm out of here. Bye. I'm sorry. No, forget it. It's good. Don't worry. Shouldn't have tried. Hey, 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 come here. Come here. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I... I just if you, there's anything new, I'm not going to try to overanalyze it. I'm going to let you be you. That's what I. That's my weakness. Hey, it's okay because did you see me when I look look out the window? Look at my truck. Uh, look at look wait now. A second. Look ain't, at it now. Ain't scared. Ain't scared. Yeah. Uh, Hell so, yeah. Wait a second. The end all be all. I, I said I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah, we're kind of back where we started. You're saying no fear again. Oh my God! You're you you're trying to act more brave than you are. You're, you're afraid oh to put yourself out there, dude. It's a sticker. It's cool, man. Now, see, it, this is really telling me a lot about you, and I just want to help. I just want to help. Listen, I've got a four wheel drive. Okay, that means I ain't scared, and, and it needs that. It means that I need to immortalize that on, on as a sticker. On the windshield. Come but on. You should internalize You don't that. get it. Sorry, man. Hey. I'm out. No. I'm sorry. Bye. Later. Hey, man. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? I want to apologize again. I, I didn't mean to criticize. I, I just I, I just want to reach out to you. No, it's fine. It's I, fine. I, I care about your mental health and, and my own, and, and I, should, I overstepped again. Hey, forget all that. Okay. Did you see me when I pulled up? Um, oh. Look at the truck. Look now. Look. Nike? Yeah. Nothing Just to do, do it. Nothing to do with fear. Nothing to do with projecting any insecurities. Nothing to do with pushing people away or or trying to pretend like I'm someone I'm not. It, look, you, it's you, a Nike swish. Boom. You know what? Yeah, that's it. You you have totally I really feel like you've turned a page in your life and and this is a huge step forward. Thank it's, you. It's a lot better than it all It is about time. All right. Hey, thank you. I'm okay. out of here. Okay. See you tomorrow, hey, man. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. See you. See you, man. Freaking sellout. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of... Welcome to The Visitor. This is a weekly podcast where you call in and you tell me your best paranormal tale. Here we got caller one on the line. Let's go for it. 
All right, you guys, we have Toby from Chicago. Toby, how's it going in the Windy City? It's going fantastic, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So, what do you got for me today? You got something spooky? Yeah, yeah. So, long-time listener, first-time caller. I've been having some very strange phenomena going on at my house. Oh, good, good, good. What's going on? Well, it all started a few weeks ago, uh, whenever I came home early from work one day, and I guess that's the day it started, because my girlfriend was there already, and uh, I walked in to find her terrified. I mean, her hair was a mess, and her clothes were askew, and she was really sweaty, like nervous sweats, and, and uh, you know, I, I thought maybe there's something was going on in the house, like a, a spectral vision or something, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, tell us more about this. Come on. Um, so, what'd you see next? Well, uh, I asked her what was going on, and she was so freaked out she couldn't hardly even talk. You know, so mm. I started looking around. I'm like, "What's going on?" I'm looking for ectoplasm or looking for some sort of sign, and I heard something coming from the bedroom. Mm. Yeah, so, so I sneak in there, right? I don't want to. I want. I got my phone out too. I wanted to to try to get a picture of whatever spirit this was sure and I, uh, I think it's originating from the closet because i heard breathing coming from in there and, and moving around you know what i mean oh what was so, in that closet toby well i i i started to go into the closet and and my girlfriend you know she at the time i thought she talked some sins in me you know she was just like this is crazy i mean you know ghosts aren't mm. real let's let's just go out to dinner and and i was like okay you know but but then more stuff happened later yeah we see the lot a lot in hauntings we see the denial of the spectral entity and yeah. um i don't understand it i don't know why people don't they're not just striving for the truth that's what i tried to tell her because a few days later i got home from work I found a male's sock and undershirt in that same room, and I don't, I don't wear undershirts or these type of socks. So you're, you're certain the they're not yours, right? You're certain, oh, absolutely certain they're not mine. So I'm thinking the spirit must be a male. Yeah, it would, yeah, it would have to be. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah well, that's the only thing research. that makes any sense. Oh, you did yeah. research. Oh, I love it. Well, I love when our I, our callers do research. This is awesome. Go ahead. Well, I found out that there was a male that used to live in that house before we bought it, but I don't know if he's alive or dead or not, but it, it, it's it's a start. I bet you anything, Toby, you go to, back to the library, you dig a little bit more, and that guy is deceased. And for some reason, he he's he's, he's in that house. He Something's binding him to that house. We have to figure out what that is. Hey, Toby, we gotta, we got to take a quick break, so we'll be right back with more The Visitor. Quiet your Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart. Police say the imposter in question is approximately 6 foot 2, 185 pounds, has sandy brown hair, slight freckles on his nose, and is fair complected. He also has a tattoo of the Tasmanian Devil on his right forearm. Also, he has a birthmark resembling Neil Diamond on the small of his back. Please, if you see anyone resembling this man, let local authorities know. We'll be back after these messages. Hey, Teddy. Hey, what's up? Uh, It's crazy about that guy, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Um, I just have a couple of questions. Like, first off... 
Did you live in Virginia back then? Like, you weren't in Virginia back then, were you? Like, in the 80s? I mean, I've passed through there. I've never lived there. Passed through. What about, like, I just... I just maybe I'm crazy, but you just kind of you kind of look like that sketch, that police sketch. Police sketches are so stupid. It's so generic these things. Okay, but yeah, but you're like the same height and the same weight too. It's just so weird. It's just isn't that weird? Six two. I mean, that's a very common height. Okay, but but the Tasmanian Devil tattoo. Come on, it's on uh, the same arm too as they said as yours. Yeah, the what most you not- popular tattoo in the 1990s. Yeah. Okay. 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 Mister, explain. Explain this. Explain this. Okay. Explain the birthmark that looks like Neil Diamond. Uh, that birthmark looks like Henry Winkler. We've already we've been over this. No, we've never. The Fonz. It no. looks like the Fonz. You have the always said that that was that was your pickup line to me in the bar. Was do you want to see my birthmark that looks like Neil Diamond? What are you not telling me right what, now? What are you trying to say? What are you not telling me right now? Tell you what? You're not the only one with secrets, Mister. You know your friend Jake from the office. One take, Jake. Uh, I don't think so. You know, last weekend when I said I was going out with the girls, Jake uh, and I. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Me and Jake. Me and Jake last weekend. So you're not the only one with secrets uh, now. Uh, the show's coming back on. Update. The suspect has been identified. His true identity, 42-year-old venture capitalist Bob Anderson. And upon further inspection, the birthmark resembled Ray Liotta. Did you, uh, did you hear that, babe? It's actually looked like Ray Liotta after all. Get out of my house. Quiet your mind. Ever since the earth has circled the sun, there has been fantastic... In theaters this summer. In the year 2045, climate change scientists would be proven right. Hello, President Bieber here. President Bieber, this is Stan Johnson from MIT in Berkeley. I've got dire news about the polar caps. They're melting. Climate change isn't a gradual process. It's happening all at once, all in one day. Baby, 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 oh. The ocean levels are going to go up 50 feet. This is bad news. And then, within hours, the ocean levels rose 50 feet. I told you so. California, Arizona, New Mexico, all disappeared into the ocean. Until the only part of the United States left above water was the Ozark Mountains. You mean like where Arkansas is? Yes. Man, Ted, I'm looking around. I kind of feel like we're going to be okay. Look at this. We got... We got deer meat. We got corn we can plant. We're in the woods. We got, we're got. we surrounded by water. Yeah, everything's going to be all right. We got everything we need. We can live off the fruit of the land right here. Uh, yeah. But no sooner had they retreated to their mountain oasis from the rushing waters than they would come face to face with the most fiercest predator on Earth. In fact, Cousin Billy's down there fishing right now. Billy, how's the water down hey, there? You getting a bite, buddy? I'm getting a few bites, buddy. What is that? Passing. Dude, that, that's a damn fin. That's a fin that's a sticking fin. up out of the that's water. That's a dorsal fin. That, that's about 20 dorsal fins. Billy, get away! Get away from there, Billy! Holy shit, Billy! Coming this summer. Sharkensaw. Hey, Hillary. Come down and put your feet in the water. Quiet your mind. 
Ever since the earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and... And now we join two buddies checking their social credit scores after a long night of partying. Hey, Connor! Yeah, Bling? That was a pretty rough night last night, dude. Oh, hey! We should get our phones and check our SCS scores. Oh, man, yeah, let's do it. That'll be hilarious. All right, let's see what it got here. Oh, man, I got ducked 20 points for indecent exposure. Yeah, man, you don't remember peeing outside that restaurant just outside the big glass window? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I got five bonus points for watering a needy plant. Cool. Wait, wait, look, look at this. Why did I get minus 30 for disorderly conduct? Yeah, man, you, you ralphed inside this Uber. And then you uh, called and complained about the smell. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? 50 points? 50? Oh, man. I bet it was for that bomb threat you called in for the Nickelback and Nicki Minaj concert. You remember that? Oh, you mean the Nick Nickel Minaj tour? Yeah, man. All 400 people came rushing out. I can't believe you got docked 50 for that. Wait. Wait, what does it say? Terroristic threatening or something? Hey, wait, no, man. It says humane action, and it's a 50-point bonus. Quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of... Good evening, and welcome back to Crime Time. I'm your host, Bolivar Dawson. Tonight... We continue our seven-part series on the Pensacola Panty Sniffer. Now to recap, it was the spring of 1994, and the sleepy town of Pensacola, Florida, was being interrupted by something incredibly creepy. One witness on the night of August 7th saw a tall, slender man lingering in her backyard near her clothesline. And what was hanging on that clothesline? Clothes, of course, but also her unmentionables. The man was within sniffing distance. This serial sniffer had been spotted. Following a botched investigation that was not taken seriously by local police, the case has since gone cold. But just like this unnamed sicko left no panty unsniffed, this podcast leaves no stone unturned. I have secured an exclusive interview with the main investigator on the case, uh, he is still with the force. I got a hold of him. Chief Lacey, sir, are you there? Yes, yes, I can hear you just Fantastic. fine. Okay. So, listen, I've got some questions for you. Uh, first off, was there a task? Please tell me there was a task force created to to, to investigate this. So, so don't think that I'm trying to sidestep this question. There was not a task force because ah. this is one unsubstantiated report. The suspect was actually found to be working at the time. He was clocked in. We have him on security camera. He was nowhere near the scene. And actually, walking around two days after, uh, we interviewed all the neighbors, and there's not any clotheslines that were ever hung up in that neighborhood. Okay. Right. So um, <clears throat> everyone has working washers and dryers. Um, this isn't the 1970s. We don't, we don't use clotheslines anymore. This sounds like a cover-up to me. I have done lots of research. I Googled this, and I looked on Wikipedia, okay? Well, I mean, you would find on the, even on the Wikipedia page that you're mentioning um, that there, it's, a, it's less than a paragraph. It talks about that um, the girl tried to get revenge that's on her ex-boyfriend. That's because the police, that's because of police intimidation. That's because, what Wikipedia page is less than a paragraph? 
Okay, either it was something that didn't even happen, which is ridiculous, that's what you're saying, or it is something that did happen, which is what I'm saying. And you know what? I expected no less from the person that did not even bother to investigate this. It's been good having you, good sir, on on this uh, episode. I thank you for your time. Okay, so uh, I apologize for that. I should have known that I would not get an honest answer from him. Uh, so, you know what? We'll do a part eight on this to elaborate on that. So... I'll see you guys next time. Welcome to Crime Time, and thank you for listening. Good night. Okay. Little does he know that I wasn't at work that night. That wasn't me. (laughs) Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss. And now we return to another tantalizing episode of Idiots and Idioms. So there I was walking out of the grocery store and I look and I see our old high school principal holding a guy in a headlock. And he was yelling, say uncle. I tried to turn a blind eye, but instead I got involved. I marched right over there and told them that they should bury that hatchet. Are you kidding me? You are balls to the wall, man. I would (laughs) have just been there resting on my laurels, waiting for someone else to help. Good for you, man. You know, you've never been one to pass the buck. Well, I I guess I should let the cat out of the bag. I was kind of just pulling your leg. Oh, man. Here I am with egg on my face. What's with all these lies? I thought you were turning over a new leaf. I I am. I am. Truth is, I have a serious question. I should stop beating around the bush, shouldn't I? Uh, Hey, you want to go on a double date this Friday night? I got a girl you really like, and I'll be there to help you break the ice with her. All right. Mm. We should go somewhere real fancy. I'm I'm thinking Arby's. (laughs) Uh, You know, we'll really pull out all the stops. Wow. That sounds great, man. I'll get all gussied up. I'm talking gussied up, like take a shower, brush my teeth, whole nine yards. We'll go out and paint the town red, and and with any luck, well, she'll be head over heels by the end of the night. Oh, for the love of Pete. Wait, who's Pete? You know, you heard of that, Pete? No, who who the hell's Pete? Oh, I don't know either. (laughs) Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic... The D3500 is one of the most versatile consoles in the industry. It was created by Virgil Deke in Glenwood, Michigan in the early 40s. Deke's original idea came from a desire for a more efficient unit with more flange accuracy. The D3500, or D35 as it is sometimes called by its operators, has stood the test of time against many competitors. Smith Cohen Gaines marketed the AS4 allegedly named after the once popular Andrew's sister's singing group, which was a more streamlined and cheaper unit than temporarily edged Deke's console and sales in the late 40s. Deke knew he needed an upgrade to his system, and luckily he met Clyde Guzman. Guzman, a vacuum cleaner, technical pioneer, gambled on Deke's vision and began working for him in 1942. In a later interview, Guzman recalled, I took a big chance leaving the household appliance industry and working on something so completely different, such as the D3500. 
There were few similarities and the industry itself couldn't be more different. Guzman added many features to the D-35, such as the self-oiling chamber guide and the reverse U-channel ventricular rail tabs. It was at this time that the D-3500 started using cast flanges, as it saved on metal during the shortage during World War II. Those systems and ideas couldn't be rivaled by Smithco, and their company closed in 1952. The 50s and 60s were the golden age of the D-3500. The metal shortages from the war were no longer a limiting factor for Deeks and Guzman. They reintroduced the stainless steel flange and sales of the consoles skyrocketed. Despite the success, Guzman and Deke began to have differing views on the future of the D-3500. Deke liked the idea of keeping the classic rectangular facade of the machine, yet Guzman wanted to employ a more Art Nuevo look for the system. Deke's son, Thad, newly appointed assistant CEO, agreed with his father and convinced him that Guzman was no longer useful. Deke Jr. was the deciding vote that had Guzman removed. Later, Guzman would be rehired as a consultant and was formative in converting the button style of the console to the current configuration. It was also Guzman that suggested the H12 panel be added and tilted to accommodate shorter operators. In a 1985 lawsuit, the state of California versus Deke Enterprises, it asserted that shorted wires of the H-12 configuration were responsible for factory fires that had killed three operators. DE lawyers claimed in rebuttals that in proper calibration, the famous tank method and poor flange maintenance was responsible and filed a counter suit for slander. The slander suit was dismissed and the original case was settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. Shortly after, Guzman was not renewed after his contract expired, but many feel the non-renewal was due to the H-12 panel controversy. Virgil Deke died in 1992, leaving the company to his son and Clyde Guzman passed as well in 1993. It was said that Guzman and Deke remained friends until the end, going on yearly duck hunting excursions and got together often for poker nights. Thad Deke, shortly after his father's death, sold the company to Masayuki Industries for $3.2 million. This was a sale that Clyde Deke had fought with top shareholders over for the three years before his death. Today, the D-35 is out of production, and the Masayuki Industries only maintains existing consoles, making their money in service and parts distribution. Other consoles on the market today far outperform the D-35, but it still remains relevant due to the expensive purchase of newer units and the loyal operator base that is estimated to be over 400 worldwide, present company included. Of the 480% of those operators are in the United States. Thank you for listening to a brief history of the D-35. I am Mr. Alan Robert Yankton, level 5 D-35 first shift operator from Youngstown, Ohio. Good night.
Check it out. Be sure to subscribe. Dawn of Mantis. You can listen to Dawn of Mantis just about anywhere you want. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And like the song says, be sure to like and subscribe. And now, on with the show. Tell you about some feathers I know. A couple gingers named Ivan and Joe who started themselves a little podcast, you know. They talk about everything under the sun that they find interesting, spooky, or fun. They ain't trying to impress no one. Remedy to too much time on your hands is take a little listen to the dawn of Mantis. Uh, one week they might talk about old Mike. The next might be about the Yuba County Five. Well, they even did one about the Hornet Spook Light. I'm sure they'll carry on for a good long spell. This old world's as weird as hell. There'll never be no shortage of stories to tell. The remedy to too much time on your hands is take a little listen to the dawn of Mantis. The remedy to too much time on your hands is take a little. To the dawn of Mantis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When people disappear Or alien abductions with a probe in their rear If you enjoy strange stories or messed up news I think we might just have the podcast for you Yeah, we talk about things like the Hornet Spook Light Which phobia makes you lie awake at night And crazy ass murders that are still still unsolved We even did one on a haunted doll So are we, and 
our topics are a very wide variety. You can always check us out at DonnaMendes.com. We don't mean to brag, but we've been told it's love. You can also follow us on Twitter at DonnaMantis. Listen to the podcast on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts.